This week in Retronauts Micro, Tales of Brave Riding. for the first time only to find their music already feels intimately familiar? For me, that experience happened a few years ago when I picked up a couple of albums by Yellow Magic Orchestra. Fans of Japanese game music probably already know the name YMO. They've been a huge influence on several decades of game composers. More recently, they've helped inspire bands like Anamanaguchi and the decidedly referential YMCK. The connection should come as no surprise. While other musical acts of the 70s had attempted to incorporate video game sounds into their music as a touch of novelty, which in the late 70s is basically what video games were seen as, YMO made it their mission to build their entire sound around the essence of video games. Compare something like Gentle Giant's Time to Kill, which began with Pong sounds and what felt like a bungled attempt to reproduce the cash register effect of Pink Floyd's money, to YMO's computer game theme from Circus, the first track on their 1978 debut album. Gentle Giants was a sort of half-hearted endeavor that tied into the lyrics, but did nothing to improve the music. YMO's work, on the other hand, made the musical stings and dirges of Exidy's Circus an integral component of the track. around the sounds of the computer chip and treating the game audio as a sort of leitmotif. With its upbeat electronic melodies and sharp synthetic rhythms, YMO felt like some sort of video game concept band from the very beginning. I'd call it Tommy meets Tron, except YMO created most of the recordings long before Disney's movie even existed. It didn't hurt that the band came together just as Space Invaders Mania swept Japan. Their eponymous debut album even included a sample of or homage to Space Invaders and a thematic reiteration of computer game theme from the circus. It would be easy to write off YMO as a precursor to Western video game novelty acts like Buckner and Garcia of Pac-Man Fever fame, but for the fact that the band's three members, Ryuichi Sakamoto, 
Haruomi Hosono and Yukihiro Takahashi were near virtuosos with impressive discographies up their respective sleeves by the time they formed the band. Rather than simply creating goofy little tunes about video games, the trio instead tapped into the spirit of video games, the blooming computer market, and the future-facing zeitgeist of bubble-era Japan to create music that drew on electronic entertainment and at the same time fed back into the medium by influencing those who would follow. With their heavy use of drum machines, moogs, and other synthesizers, YMO attempted to give life to tightly structured compositions, removing the unpredictable variances of human performance from their work with early sequencing technology. In many ways, the eight albums they recorded between 1978 and 1983 reflect the rapidly shifting nature of the video games they emulated, as the sound they created grew in complexity and precision with each new release. The band's first album has an almost brittle sound, while later releases demonstrate greater layering and richness of sound. 1979's Solid State Survivor may be the band's definitive work. the overt game sampling of the band's first album, but at the same time it feels more like what we think of as 80s and 90s game music. For example, Rydeen sounds like a lost stage theme from Street Fighter 2. the atmospheric Castalia could be mistaken for a late-game dungeon theme in some PlayStation-era RPG. Waimo's use of vocoders and similar audio processing technology even resembles the sampling and voice synthesis of 80s video games, from the lo-fi pop of SNK's Psycho Soldier to the frog-like croak of the voice modules for Intellivision and TI-99-4A. Not surprisingly, Japanese composers are typically quite upfront about their affection for, and the influence on their work of, YMO. I've only ever heard one person in the games industry speak in less than glowing terms about Yellow Magic Orchestra, former Final Fantasy composer Nobu Uematsu. When I mentioned them to Uematsu a few years back, he gave me one of those, oh, you amateur looks, and patiently explained that everything YMO did had been done first, and possibly better, by German band Kraftwerk. He's the original video game music hipster, but he's not wrong. By most accounts, YMO was influenced heavily by Kraftwerk, and then later by American New Wave bands like Devo and the Talking Heads. Nevertheless, like all great artists, YMO synthesized their disparate influences into something unique, combining synth-pop, video games, and an almost facetious spirit of Orientalism into a memorable mix whose style continues to resonate through countless video game soundtracks even today, nearly four decades later. 
Yellow Magic Orchestra may never have contributed music directly to a video game, but no lover of classic game music should be without a few YMO albums in their collection. Astronauts Micro, I'm Jeremy Parrish. For more explorations of classic games and their influences, please subscribe to Retronauts on iTunes. Give us a review. Check us out at retronauts.com and usgamer.net. We're on Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, Facebook, and Twitch as Retronauts. And as always, this season of the podcast is made possible by funding through Patreon. Please support us at www.patreon.com retronauts and get cool stuff like early podcast access in return. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.